When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I hear this song now and I think Coldplay reminds me of a Coldplay kind of song. Really? The cards were stacked against us both. Sheeran. I hear like a cross of Bronski beat and Boys of Summer. Yeah, I, I, I hear the Boys of Summer. I hear that. Also a little Pat Benatar maybe. Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Overpass Graffiti. I remember when I was going through his new album, this is one that kind of stood out to me as uh, being kind of a cool track. It's like one of the only songs that won't be played at a wedding in the next 10 years. Yeah. The <laughs> uh, reason why I wanted to start the podcast with Ed Sheeran was, uh, well, first of all, he's a lovely man. Great guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's so nice when you interview him. He is a true professional. He's one of those people that just put in his 10,000 hours before he was famous, which makes me like him a lot more. Totally. The kind of guy who is just like, it's a coincidence that he's making lots of money. Like, he would be doing this anyway. The kind know. of guy you see and you would never know he was making a lot of money. Yeah. He's not flashy like that. Yeah. You he's know? not driving around in a Lambo SUV like Bieber, right? <laughs> Or maybe he is. I don't even know what kind I of car he drives. I don't think so. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Like, when we were interviewing him, the backdrop, like, it wasn't some swanky studio no. or, like, a really cool room. It was just looked like your grandma's basement. Yeah, totally. Looks super chill. <laughs> anyway, the reason why I wanted to play Ed Sheeran was because he was just talking uh, in a recent interview. He's doing a lot of them lately um, about how he can no longer use a urinal in a public bathroom. Yeah, I saw because people are constantly going up to him and trying to look at his peen while he's having a pee. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> which obviously means like he obviously doesn't have a huge hammer. Otherwise, he probably if it were He'd me like, and everyone hey, was checking me out, I'd be like, out. oh, yeah, have a look if you want. <laughs> and then the story would get out there. Oh, yeah. Ed Sheeran's got a massive hammer. Can you guys explain something to me about yeah. the urinal process? Yeah. Are you not pressed up against that thing so close that? If somebody was to kind of look, they wouldn't see anything. I mean, only if you're ashamed. Ah. Wow, well, there's a whole. There's, you know, what's funny is that even as a, like an adult who's ed- entering, you know, midlife, I still haven't mastered 
the urinal because it, it really is a delicate balance between being too far away and too close you're too far away and then all of a sudden like you know you think it's going your pee's going this way it when it starts it goes that way quickly and you pee on the floor oh god but you get too close and then if you don't get the right angle you, you, it starts like backsplash, backsplash all, over all over you so it's almost like you have to get close to start and then pull away as you go. Oh. And then as you finish, you move back in. If it's, you're it's too a close, it, there's backsplash. I didn't know this. I mean, for me, I've got a pretty good flow from what I hear. Uh, <laughs> oh, are it's we true. supposed I, to be impressed? No, people have commented on that. Like, oh, wow, that's a powerful uh, stream you have there. And it's usually <laughs> like when I'm around water and I'm peeing in the water uh, near a buddy and they're always impressed by it. Uh, Sounds like a hose at full throttle, like a pressure washer almost. Geez, the way you <laughs> describe the urinal, though, makes me glad. Or There was a moment in time that we were thinking about putting a urinal into our bar and the fact that you guys say that there's a you know you can't really figure it out it probably means that there's pee all over the floor in general around urinals it's impressive how much piss is on the yes but but i would think a toilet would be worse because now you have that much more distance between hitting your target people are going to like hit the seat and then the side you pee regularly into a toilet though this is something you're used to urinals more once in a while I never piss standing up when I'm at home I'm always sitting on the john when I go to the that's so funny it's I I try to avoid the mess like it's my toilet right I'm alone and by myself like why am I going to potentially pee on the seat yeah. When I can yeah. just sit there, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Sit on down, take a load off. I I always pee standing up at home, but on my boat, I make people uh, guys sit down when they pee because it's a lot harder to get behind the toilet to clean properly. Oh. So the rule is, if you want to stand, you have to clean the the bathroom at the end of the weekend or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to sit. But in your house, bonus, you uh, it's if it's just me, I'm pretty confident that I'm gonna. Either A, hip the target, or B, I uh, got cleaning supplies right there if I need them. Yeah, uh, 100% it's there. It's just, it, it's so much more convenient and more comfortable. Like, once you embrace sitting down to pee, it's like a, it's like a whole new world that just opens up for you. You're like, why am I standing? Yeah, I think yeah. Matt does that too, my husband. He I think sits? he sits most of the time. Because yeah. then you can pull your phone out. He pulls and you can his phone look, out. Look yeah. at some stuff. Yeah. And the next thing you know, like a quick piss took you 15 minutes because you <laughs> found some great article that you got. Yeah. Like, you know what happens? Oh, a piss can easily turn into a shit when you sit down. <laughs> that's, well, that's let that's it go. A, I know, but I'm always like, I'm not, I didn't sign up for this right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to come in. I want to do my I thing. I want to leave. I don't want to like all of a sudden end up in a situation where I'm shitting when I didn't even think I had to shit. <laughs> yeah, but that's I a wait. gift. I know it isn't. It isn't. I want it to be like a full experience. I don't want it to be like a little <laughs> a, re- a small release. A small release. I want like the full, full feeling. Yeah, oh. yeah. So that's why that's why I don't sit at home. Next thing you know, you're shit. It turns into a process. Yeah. Right, Which gotcha. shouldn't be that big a deal. I got a bidet and everything, but you know. Now, have you guys getting back to Ed Sheeran? <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever noticed somebody checking out your penis when you're pissing at a urinal? I mean, only a buddy is a joke, maybe. Yeah, wouldn't that be like super offside and inappropriate? And yeah. like you would be able to say, what the fuck are you doing? Or is this something yeah. that just casually happens? Uh, yeah, you, you get into arguments. I, I've noticed that like a lot of drunk dudes when you're in a <laughs> bar or something like that, 
they'll kind of get a little like they'll start talking to you and then their eyes are kind of going up and down uh, you know where you get that is um in urinals where they don't have the dividers yeah. like they they have there's some places that almost do like a pee basin almost like an old school metal yeah. sink mm, and you like pee a trough into that, a trough so you're peeing in a trough and there's also <laughs> that old kind of high school type urinal where they go right to the floor yes and there's maybe six of them in a row yeah and you just walk up to one without a divider then you know you're full peen out and then maybe you don't even know you're you mean to be doing it but you accidentally check out a dude like you're just sort of like oh there's his dick (laughs) i can see it fully right 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 with dividers you do it it's obvious because you got to do the lean back or the lean over Mm -hmm. i can imagine though when you're famous uh, and you're in the pub in England or wherever the hell Ed Sheeran hangs out, mm-hmm. there'd be people who would want to see his dick because it's like, oh, I saw Ed Sheeran's dick. Right. You could just say. <laughs> I mean, if I was taking a pee beside Ed Sheeran, I might even be tempted just so I could <laughs> s- tell the story, you know? Right. For some reason, I feel like Ed Sheeran and I would be very similar. We're both like gingers. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's losing his hair. <laughs> You know, I don't his think ha- he is. I think he does. He does like a forward weird comb over thing, and I'm sure he's on either Propecia or trying to no, hang on. Oh, no, yeah. no, I don't that think guy he is, is destined to be bald. No, he's not. Yes, he, he is. He's so much hair, that guy. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Well, he- whatever he's doing is working. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah, you guys do seem to have similarities. Maybe it's the ginger thing, but... No, Ed Sheeran, if you look, he's doing forward comb over. He's doing forward comb over <laughs> right now. That's why he's got that whole haircut thing going. I just think and it's a is... weird... Maybe he has an odd-shaped head. No, he's going to be... He's going to be hanging on to his hair through like uh, intervention. He's going to. Ha- Otherwise, if you see pictures, if you look up Ed Sheeran hairline, uh-huh. <laughs> that guy is well on his way to being a full tucker, which is like, you know, hair around the sides and getting thin on the top. Oh, okay. Now I'm seeing some different angles. Like wind has blown it and you can kind of yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's doing the forward comb over. <laughs> hey, trust me, all right? I know what I'm talking you about. You know bald head. And he's, you... he just turned 30, which was about the time that I started thinking about shaving my hair. Like I hadn't quite done it yet. I think it was 32 or 33. Uh-huh. I, but for my wedding, I was doing forward comb over. And if it had been longer, it would have probably looked like Ed Sheeran. Anyway. Interesting. Very interesting. But I feel like Ed Sheeran, like me, is a grower and probably doesn't impress many people at the urinal. So that's why that's why he can't use a urinal in public anymore because people are constantly checking him out and he probably doesn't feel like overly confident with what he's uh you know, I know that drunk people are probably the worst at that too. Because sometimes when I'm drunk, I think I'm wearing sunglasses, and I'll be like, you know, looking at whatever the hell I want, and then I'll be like, oh my god, I'm not wearing sunglasses. Yeah, I, I was totally not looking at that person, <laughs> to, to person's eyes when I was talking to them. Yeah. I was checking them out. Yeah. Do you guys ever do that? Do you forget that um, you're not? Sometimes, like if I'm wearing regular glasses, it's like I see the rims of them. So you feel like you've got that layer of protection and that yes. anonymity with your eyeballs and which direction they're looking at. Yes. But guys don't check out, girls don't check out guys' bulges, do they? No. no I mean, not me. Not I'm like, not a bulger. I'm yeah. more of a, like, I don't know. Arms, shoulders, chest. Sure. Looking around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never been really shy about letting someone know that I was looking at them. 
kind of like them to know if I'm looking at them. Ah. However, I've also looked at other dudes before because I'm like, yo, that dude's got a wicked pair of shoes and I'm like staring at them. Yeah. Yeah. And like, just in like, because I'm appreciating that. Not that I was trying to hit on them or anything. And I've gotten into arguments with dudes because they like think I'm like eyeing them up. Like, and they like, I was trying to be like, what are you looking at? What do you want? You want to start something? You're like, no, man. Killer shoes. Where'd you get them? (laughs) Sorry, dude. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Would you ever ask a guy? That you didn't know where he got something if he if he was wearing like a cool ass jacket or something. No. Say, man, I hate to do this to you. Where'd you get that jacket? It's awesome. I, I would never ask him where he got it. I'd no. say like if I really liked, that, I'd be like, dude, that's a cool jacket, and then keep going. But I would never ask him where he got it. And would you hope that he would say, oh yeah, it's cool. I got it at uh, you know H and M. If he offered that info, cool. But I yeah. I, I wouldn't want to ask him. You know, like that's his style. That's his thing. Yeah. And then I kind of look hurting if I'm like, oh, where'd you get that? I want to be like you. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. See, women, that's different. That's such a nice compliment to ask somebody where they got something. Although I hate it when people ask me that because I felt like I did the work to find it. I don't want to just send you to the store. Yeah, so I like to say stuff like uh, Hong Kong. <laughs> <Yeah>. D- <laughs> didn't you um, buy a red or pink suit that somebody like DM'd you about? Said, yes. oh, where did you get it? And you were really hesitant about telling them? Well, she also works in the same industry that I do oh, and so does the exact s- same job that I do. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I forgot who it was. That's I my know outfit for now. those radio awards. Yeah. I'm yeah, going to yeah. be wearing the red suit. Yeah. What turned out great was that she actually went ahead and ordered it because I thought, be a bigger person than that, Maura. Um, and, and so you told them? Yeah. And they bought it? She bought it and then she returned it because it doesn't sit right on her. And I'm like, perfect. Oh. See, it wasn't meant to be. But really, you were hoping that, yeah, did you say something like, hey, but you can't wear it to any radio events? No, I didn't. I just thought, be bigger than that. And, and you know. Yeah, but would you feel that way when you show up at the same event wearing the same outfit and then you're in the same picture together? <laughs> no. You would hate that. Yeah, but what am I going to do? It's not like yeah. it's like an exclusive thing. It's like from Zara, you know? <laughs> she told her that you bought it from a different place and then she goes on the website and she can't find it. It's like, oh yeah. shit, I guess it must have been She totally out. went and bought it right away too. I was yeah. like, damn, but that's okay. Whatever. It's a compliment. It's a compliment. Yeah. The highest form. Yeah, like if I had something like that and I was in your shoes, I'd be like, yeah, I'll tell you, but promise me you'll never wear it to a work event that I might be at. <laughs> Well, the Daily Take Two, the second part of our podcast, is coming up next. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do you think winter relationships are big this year? Or is everybody partying way too hard post-pandemic to want to settle down? Uh, You know, there were a lot of predictions as to what was going to happen when things reopened Mm -hmm. and and you know what it was uh, like a pendulum it'd go this way one day and then the other way the other day yes Um, i'm gonna say having been out this past weekend Mm -hmm. in a venue that was very busy Mm -hmm. because there's no capacity limits Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say people are ready to rip rip. Yeah. I'm hoping that's the case. Right. Well, we're borderline almost. uh, Well, we kind of are kicking off cuffing season. We were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. That's where you settle down with someone that you're not super serious about just because you want to get through the winter season with somebody. And then when spring comes, you dump them. Yeah. But this summer, this summer was (laughs) like we were being held back a little bit. Now we're totally that leash has been snapped and we're running free. Mm -hmm. Single and free. Right, Bundes? only way to be. It's the only way to be. So experts are saying that this looks like it could be the end of cuffing season. You are right. That's right. Singletons are snubbing the winter relationship after lockdown. Kind of taught people how to enjoy time alone. And now they just want to have fun with no restrictions. There's no coupling up at an unusual rate, which normally happens right now. The pandemic has made us feel more self-sufficient than oh ever before. Boy. And it feels too good to be back out there on the scene, making out with strangers, embracing the single life. Remember when you used to do that, Mora? Me? Making out with strangers? Yeah. Hell yeah, that was my favorite thing to do. Just a little bar makeout. Bar makeout? And then be like, all right, see ya. Have a great night. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the bar makeout is how, the best. How many people thought that there was going to be more to that experience? I'm sure many people are hoping yeah. that's going to happen, but you know, you make out, then you leave. You leave on a high. That's cruel. <laughs> so cruel. Does that happen to you, Bundes? A little bar makeout session, and then they're like, okay, see ya. Have fun. I had fun. Bye. It's happened a couple times, yeah. Do you take it personally? Like, are you like, I must be a terrible kisser? No, it's, like, it's just, it's like, you know what? It's cruel because it's like this lingering feeling of like, could that have been the one? You know, would that, ah, would that have perfect. been That's the what greatest I want you to think. night ever? That's my goal. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. You see me leave and then you're like, there she goes. There she Was goes. she the one? Yeah. Like that's serendipity, ex- that stupid movie. Was I like, just watched that on the weekend. Yeah. The that movie so stupid. <laughs> Even fast movie. I literally just was listening to a podcast featuring Kate Beckinsale and she was talking about how stupid that movie premise was. What? She hated that idea of that that woman would be so careless about that connection she had with the guy. 
how unbelievable it was. Here they are. They have this great moment. And then he's like, can I get your number? She's like, I'll tell you what, I'll write it on this bill. And if it comes back to you, you'll not like, <laughs> just stupidness. I just call her. No, yeah. She was all about fate. And she gave yeah. him the number and the number got blown away in the wind. Oh, yeah, And yeah, because yeah. of that, they did the second thing where they ripped it on the bill. And oh, if it came yeah. back, because she was all into fate and karma and all that gotcha. stuff. Gotcha. Gotcha. Stupid. Yeah. Great movie. That's the Stupid. same thing with the bar makeout. I make out with you. I leave. If I see you again, it's meant to be. If not, well, it was just a fun make out at a bar. My wife's favorite movie is Serendipity as well, Bundes. I'll have you know. Yeah, it's a great. Yeah. It's my there favorite. But she, she also likes Van Morrison, Brown Eyed Girl. So okay. <laughs> How to not smell like cannabis. When you sneak out for a joint around the relatives this holiday season, is that even possible? I don't think it is. I, you, people who smoke, I mean, until you stop smoking, you, 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 don't, realize. you don't realize just <laughs> how obvious it is. It's so obvious. Oh, my God. It's so obvious. I think a little trick is going to do it. Like my buddy Nick, what he used to do. What did he used uh, to when do? When he smoked cigs, uh-huh. come home to his parents' house. He'd grab a piece of the hedge. They had a cedar hedge. Uh-huh. And he'd rub that between his fingers and his mm-hmm. hands. Mm-hmm. And then he would, uh, you know, it would smell like cedar hedge instead of cigarettes. <laughs> Doesn't really work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of tricks people use. Soap? Um, I mean, who hasn't run a bar of soap between their fingers? It's you know? hard. It's hard to get that smell off of you. You could blame it on a fight with a skunk while you're outside. I remember when I smoked, I went skiing with my dad and I didn't realize but my ski gloves had a burn mark in between the two fingers. <laughs> I'm smoking with ski mitts on. So bait. Yeah, it's like. And did he say anything to you? No, he smoked. So oh, what was he okay. going to say? Right, right, right. Okay, so do what the experts recommend. Yeah. Have a cannabis emergency kit outside. You step outside for a moment of fresh air. Inside this emergency kit, you got the joint you want to crush. So it hasn't been in your pocket as you walk out the door, so you're like leaving a trail of a smell, okay? Plus, you've got some sort of large coat or a bathrobe, okay? You put that over your outfit, put on a big hat, it covers your hair. Yeah. Now you're covered completely. Move around while you're smoking. Don't stand there within all the smoke. Move around. Try to dodge the smoke, okay? (laughs) Now you're done. You move into the freshen up phase. You got your gum. You got your mints. Yes, but also have your hand sanitizer, scented hand and body lotion, laundry detergent sheets that you rub on your hair and your clothes. A little bit of visine if needed. Jesus. If you smoke cigarettes, now's a good time to light one up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cover the smell, right? And then there's one other option here. This one's really crazy, guys. There's one other option. Yeah. You could tell the truth. That's right. <laughs> Avoid the whole hassle of having to, like, you could say, wrap yourself up. I'm stepping outside. Yeah. To smoke a joint. To enjoy a little cannabis. Deal cannab- with it. To enjoy a little cannabis, mom. Smoke on that. What Who is going to carry around a house coat, <laughs> bounty sheets? Like, yeah. you'd need a suitcase to lug around That's with you. That's right. That's your cannabis emergency Look, kit. If you're that paranoid <laughs> about getting caught smoking a joint, just go buy a vape pen. Yeah, There's but no vape pens smell. smell too, Tucker. No, they don't. Yes, they do. They do 100%. not. 100%. 
They don't. If I went out and crushed a vape pen right now, I could come back in no. in 15 seconds. You'd have no idea. You had that very stinky vape pen, remember? No, that was a vaporizer. Oh. <laughs> I'm talking about the vape pen with the oil in it. It has no smell. It, it's it's almost scary at, at how discreet it is. Mm-hmm. That's because true. You could look at vaping options You could, if right. you want to be super discreet. Also edibles, but then you get into taking too much very, very easily. And uh, that's no fun, too, if you're not wanting to go that far that night. So, yeah, maybe you tell the truth. How about that idea? You know, it's legal, right? (laughs) I know you're judging me, but it's legal. You're sitting there with your big fat glass of wine and you're judging me because I want to smoke a little cannabis. Heather says, I don't smoke cannabis, but I have a friend that does, and she uses the Shoppers Drug Mart Lemon Hand Sanitizer. She puts it on, and honest to God, you cannot pick up the smell at all. So there's a little reco from Heather. Thank you for that. Let's talk around, Maura. Uh, just roll with this for a second. Pretend you're a professional actor, Maura. Okay. Yeah. How would you feel <laughs> if somebody started a petition trying to prevent you from getting your next job? That's exactly what's happened with James Corden. That guy has been in like pretty much every movie musical in the last decade. Mm-hmm. He, he was in The Prom. He was in Into the Woods. He was on, uh, he's in the new Amazon uh, Cinderella. Okay. He was in Cats, which was a movie that came out a couple of years ago. Some say like the worst movie of our <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> And so now there's an upcoming movie version of the musical Wicked being produced. And somebody wants to make sure James Corden doesn't end up in it. Because he's a musical guy now. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. They started a petition. That petition now has 59,000 signatures. (laughs) That's a lot of people for like what could be a joke petition. Yeah. It sounds like it's actually got some traction. And now I would, you know, if I'm the person making the movie, if they haven't done the casting yet... I'm definitely thinking about that. Yeah, for sure. Are the people going to be like mad to see James Corden in it? Maybe Mm -hmm. it's time for someone fresh, you Mm -hmm. know? Totally. Someone new. So anyway, I thought it might be a fun conversation to have this afternoon. If you were going to sign a petition to prevent an actor from landing like a role in a particular type of movie, who's the actor and what's the type of movie you want to see them never perform again in (laughs) that style? Uh, If you want to weigh in on this, uh, we'd love to uh, get to your calls and texts and we'll do that coming up. If you had to sign a petition that would stop an actor from appearing in a particular type of movie, who's the actor and what's the movie Bring it up because uh, somebody started a petition to try and keep James Corden out of musicals for the, uh, you know, immediate future. <laughs> Dave, uh, who's the actor and what style of movie? I got super tired of Nicolas Cage being the either superhero or like supervillain. Right. Yeah. We, had, we had Face Off, Con Air, Next, Gone in 60 Seconds. Like, basically every movie he's ever been in, except for, you know, how they all do their artsy film every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adaptation. You know what movie I liked from Nicolas Cage was the one where he uh, turned into an everyday man. He was, like, super rich guy living on his own and then ended up in a family. What was that movie? The Family Man, the Christmas one? Family Man, yeah. That was a nice, heartwarming uh, Nicolas Cage movie. I also liked Leaving Las Vegas. 
when he was right. like drinking I mean, himself to death. Ghostwriter. Yeah, but you know, you're right. He he's just almost a character of himself now. I, yes. I never need to see Nicolas Cage in another movie. I disagree. Yeah. I love him in everything because he's so awful that I I get a kick out of it. <laughs> right? Hey, no, I'm not saying they're bad movies. It's just you were oh. talking about actors that got like typecast. You know what I mean? He overacts he, he now. Back. He overacts in everything, yeah. I think, pretty much. What a lineup of huge blockbusters you just said, though. Like Con Air. Yeah, Con Face Air. Off. Yeah, like those were big movies. He had a good run. It was the exact same role over and over and yeah. over. Or yes. Ghost Rider ruined it. Fair good enough. Time. Hey, thanks for weighing in. Appreciate it. No problem. Later, guys. Mike sent us a text. He says Vin Diesel can only fly over so many freeways and land on so many windshields (laughs) and still survive. The Fast and the Furious must come to an end. Yeah, I would uh, 100% agree with that. But I mean, Bundes... You tired of Vin? Don't you think they almost need to change up the cast of characters in that uh, series and maybe change directions a bit? I I liked what they did with Hobbs and Shaw. I thought uh, The Rock and Jason Statham had awesome chemistry on screen. Mm -hmm. Um, And after watching the last movie, like I've loved every Fast and the Furious movie I've seen except the last one. The last one was so bad. Like, really? And yeah. like that's coming from me who loves them all and right. embraces all of the cheesiness that comes with. It was the so last bad, one was eh? awful for F9. Yeah. A, a, so, so, and not even like in a way that you love. Like you say, you love bad movies sometimes. Sure, no. It was this just one was just beyond. It just was nonsensical. Like it was just, it made no sense. Man, they sent a Fiero to space, man. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. <laughs> Sounds so stupid. They made it like airtight and they could breathe in it. Yeah, and then they oh like did like God. a space docking thing with a Pontiac what? Fiero <laughs> with like makeshift 1940s World War II scuba gear on it. Oh, it was ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> okay. You got to sign a petition that would stop an actor from appearing in a particular type of movie. Who's the actor and what's the uh, movie style, Jordan? I would think it would be, uh, what's that girl's name from Twilight? That's Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Okay, so what? uh, Kristen Stewart out of any movie where she has to play someone who's brooding (laughs) and unhappy? (laughs) Exactly. Oh, you don't want to see Spencer I think the role is finished with that. Yeah, she's no. she's in a new one that just came out about uh, Princess Diana, and I, I from what everything I understand, she is like a shoe in for an Academy Award nomination. Yeah, but brooding and what was the other word? You uh, suspenseful, sad. No, yeah, yeah, those are two, sullen and brooding. I don't know. Those are two words that you could definitely use to describe her performance. I think so. It might Let, not be your it, cup of tea. Finally off. Yeah, well, let's get her off. into a character where she plays someone who's like happy and easy to get along. Way. <laughs> yeah, get out of her comfort zone. Fair enough. Okay, thank you. Tucker Mora, I'll give you an actor I'd like to see uh, stop uh, playing a particular role over and over again. Yeah. And if I could sign a petition, I probably would. Uh, it would be Michael Keaton as the boss type figure in a movie. <laughs> he's always like the chief or the editor in chief or the, yeah. you know, he's always the boss guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough. Uh huh. Batman? 
Well, yeah, that's that's a long, back in the day. Back in the day. Now all he, Michael Keaton plays is like the guy who's the boss of the organization. Mm-hmm. What about that Birdman movie that came out? Not long oh my god, ago? that not was long so ago? good. That was twenty years ago. Birdman, Birdman was he, not twenty he, years ago. What was he in RoboCop? He was like the boss guy. He right? was the CEO yeah. of OmniCorp. Uh, that <laughs> that movie about uh, editing and stuff. He, he was, was the, the t- newspaper movie editor in chief of the newspaper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's always in the, the founder other... for the McDonald's. Uh, yes, yeah, he was the he was founder. The, the founder, yeah. <laughs> in the one with uh, the, it was a really funny movie. The other guys. That's like one of the Mark Wahlberg, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Will Ferrell. He's the chief uh, or the police, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, or the yeah. sarge or whatever the hell. He's always playing that role. If you could sign a petition that would stop an actor from appearing in a particular type of movie. Uh, who's the actor and what kind of movie are we talking? Uh, Adam, uh, well, who's the actor and what kind of movie are we talking about? Matt Damon and rescuing him. Having uh, to rescue Matt Damon. <laughs> well, Mars, uh, that comes to mind, right? Uh, what was that one called? Yeah. Uh, the Martian. The Martian, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where else was he rescued? Saving Private Ryan. Oh yeah, they had to go find him to pull him out of the war, so he, he could kind return of home. Rescued in Born Identity, he was like on the run. You know, didn't know who he was. Yeah, he rescued himself though in that situation. He also put himself in danger as well. He needed rescuing in Goodwill Hunting. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh yeah, emotional rescuing. Yeah, therapy. Okay, all right. We hear you. I'm starting to see why you might be getting tired of that. Hey, thanks a lot. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me. I just got a text from Lewis, and Lewis says, Matt Damon, if you remember, was rescued in Interstellar. The Matthew McConaughey movie? Where he goes to space? Yeah. I guess Matt Damon was trapped on on a planet or something. Yeah, he was part of like the first wave of astronauts that went to go check those potential uh, oh the outpost outpost. or whatever yeah and his planet on and he turned his beacon on signaling the matthew mcconaughey and um i'm forgetting her name the girl and hathaway Hathaway was the other one who went to another planet right no she was on the same ship with matthew mcconaughey and Mm -hmm. they got the signal saying that uh, matt damon's planet was good although when they got there matt damon was lying his planet was no No good good. he just just wanted to be rescued. rescued he wanted a lift back yeah didn't want to be but it was really there. a one-way mission. Yeah. Yes. And so he said, yeah, come here. It's great. And they landed. Oh, yeah. They uh, killed Matt Damon. He had to. Smashed his uh, helmet. He his, had to. He had to. Visor. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Matt Damon was a bit of a whiner in that one. Yeah, eh? yeah, yeah. But could like you him. blame the guy? I know. I'd look. I mean, yeah, you knew what you were signing up for. Yeah. Did he know what he was signing up for? Well, by calling that crew there, he doomed the rest of humanity on Earth. Yeah, he was being selfish. He was, he was, being he was selfish. trying to be selfish. Uh, Jen, who's the actor? It's Samuel L. Jackson. Sam Jackson, eh? Come on! He's playing the same yelling person over and over. <laughs> I don't want to... I've do had that. enough of these snakes <laughs> on the plane! Yeah, he is, you're right. He definitely plays that... Yelling guy? Yelling guy a lot. I don't know if he yelled in RoboCop, actually. Now that I think about it. Oh, that's right. Maura starred with Sam Jackson in a movie. <laughs> you know this what? is going to be hard for her to even weigh in on. He may oh. have, he's a good dear colleague of mine. Yeah. <laughs> he may have yelled my character's name, actually, come to think of it. Oh, like after the explosions and stuff? I think he was like, Kelly! 
Yeah, but in a different so, kind of way. He was yelly. He was yelly. His his day. characters tend to be a little over the top mm-hmm. with the uh, with the intensity. But that's I mean he's so he's good so at it. At it, yeah. All right, fair enough. Thanks a lot for weighing in. Thank you. It's Tucker and Mora. If you could sign a petition that would stop an actor from appearing in a particular type of movie. Uh, well, who's the actor and what kind of movie are we talking about? Jeremy sent one. Yeah. This is one of my favorite actors, so I never want to hear or see him change his characters. He says, how has nobody mentioned Jeff Goldblum <laughs> and the annoying I'm smarter than everyone else in the world character he always plays? Don't you guys see it? We can't we go over here. You guys are, trust me, Mr. President. Yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. Life <sighs> finds a way. Jurassic Tucker. Park. He was in the, it was always the know-it-all in that right he's same, always Independence th- Day same dude yeah, yeah. totally Independence Day yeah. do you know why it's because actors play what they know and when you're in acting school they tell you okay this is your hit this is what your character is this is who you're going to get cast in because that's also what you look like and then you get some actors that can branch out and they can play any character and you're just in awe of them but that's a very cream of the crop small few the rest of us are just comfortable playing ourselves essentially on camera yeah you know yeah so Jeff Goldblum is just playing the same is probably was probably told you look smart so the roles you're gonna get are like the scientist the lab guy the scholar and you look at all the characters he plays they're all in that category yeah, if you can't disappear in your character, you're, you're not really a great actor. You're just great at like being comfortable in front of a camera. Well, you're great. You're great at doing that. You're the great at, thing, at being though. yourself. You're great yeah. at, at portraying something. But the people like that can disappear into a character, that is next level. Gary Oldman as a drug dealer in that movie uh, that was uh, written by uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yes, yes. Uh, before he started directing his own ones. What the yes. hell was that I one? True Romance. True Romance. True Romance. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And then he plays Winston Churchill. Exactly. You know, and you're just like, the guy, or Commissioner Gordon, his best role ever. Another yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Meryl Streep. Did I say her yeah. already? Yeah. Julia Child. <laughs> Who plays Julia Child? Like, I know. How do you do it? But she did it. Yeah. Another truckload of merchandise went missing. It was stolen. Last time we talked about this, it was chocolate bars. It was like, very high-end quality chocolate bars. And we were surprised to learn that there is a black market for that. And it's usually, you know, people who've done it before who've got... A network set up. A network set up, and they can offload those chocolate bars really, really fast. So this time, a truckload of condoms was stolen. Not your regular condoms, too. Oh, we're talking magnums? Well, we're not talking magnums. Oh, they we're are. talking extra small. Oh, no, no, we're not yeah, talking yeah, extra small. Makes sense now. Makes sense. Why does it make sense? Yeah, why would that make sense? Well, because you'd be a little too embarrassed to go to the cashier with a pack of extra small oh, condoms. So you think right? that this is, it. someone's done this so they can just they're, they're, have it's like a supply. They never have to worry about being embarrassed again. Yeah, oh, come the, on. The thief is like Robin Hood. He's trying to help the people with the, with the extra small, you know, oh. so they can do it. Be behind closed doors and nobody has to know. No. And- I thought you were insinuating the robber needed extra small and they're too embarrassed to buy them so they have to steal them instead. <laughs> I'm so saying that- there's a market for extra small condoms out there. Yeah. And people are maybe embarrassed. <laughs> Just- 
to have to buy them in front of like you know the cashier and the cashier's uh, looking at them. This like, is uh, not yeah. about size. By the way, there's no such thing as extra small condoms at the grocery. You're killing uh, the, my bit here. Trust me. My bit. <laughs> hey, trust me. I looked. Uh, they don't have them. <laughs> do they uh, not have a size smaller? Just regular and Magnum? What's a guy gonna do? <laughs> okay, so they are specialty condoms. Okay. Non latex condoms for people who have latex allergies yes okay yes exactly and that makes them more expensive and higher uh like for their resale value yes i I looked them up they easily stretch and conform to your shape so they are comfortable to use Mm -hmm. uh but they are non-latex specialized condoms and they also come with accessories i don't know what accessories but thieves broke into a property damaged several vehicles that were parked on the site and then took off with $90,000 worth of condoms and accessories. You'd have to resell them because that'd be a lot of pressure with the expiration date. I know, you know, but these are specialty got a, condoms. 90,000 of them or something? And, and You're like, like, oh my God, I've got to figure out how to use these in four years? <laughs> yeah, you're right. When you were in your uh, player days, yeah, Bundes, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, would condoms be a regular weekly purchase for you, or like, was that something like a monthly thing? You got like 12 in a box. Uh, yeah, yeah, every like. Two, three weeks, you'd be buying a new box. <laughs> right, right, you know? right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So not like as regular as you're buying milk, let's say. Or but more cigarettes like, or something. Right, yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways, super weird crime, yeah. if you ask me. So here's the scenario. You're going by a hot nightclub. You're just walking out for a walk, and you see a whole bunch of women wearing their club outfits mm-hmm. outside. It's November. It's like barely plus four, and you're thinking, they must be frozen, standing I've been out, there. waiting in line. You don't want to do the coat check, you man. You don't want to pay for that, yeah. and you don't want to stand in line at the end of the night Waiting for your coat. Yeah, and you're like, are these people just idiots for wanting to avoid the coat check that much? I mean, guess what? You're the idiot for thinking they're the idiot. Okay. A new study just published by a fairly reputable journal, Mm -hmm. British Journal of Social Psychology. Mm -hmm. And it actually shows that these women in line are not feeling the cold. Really? It's like there's a vortex around them keeping them warm. Is it the anticipation of like getting inside that excitement that what is it? Uh, well, what do you think it is, Bundes? When you're out, you're a club guy, although you've never been out in line, eh? You just always say, uh, Grease, but, uh, Grease is bouncer. 100% because lines are for losers. Lines <laughs> are for losers like me. I wait in line. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I got, I, I, if I had to guess, I got to think it's the pre drink, man. The booze is keeping you warm. Oh. The pre drink is keeping them warm. Is he right? Good answer. Good it. Yeah, he is absolutely not right. Oh! Loser. Okay, let me guess. <laughs> yeah. Is it because you're huddled so closely together in the line that you're kind of shielded a little bit? Oh, you think it has to do with the uh, safety in numbers kind of it's thing? It's kind of like and, how a flock a, of birds fly in a V formation to... Reduce drag? Reduce drag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More it's, like how the, the penguins, right? Yes. The it, emperor penguins all huddle together yeah. to stay warm? Yes. Okay. Am I correct? You are not oh, correct. On. No. Um, it's because uh, when women are preoccupied with how they look, mm-hmm. they become less aware of how cold they are. They say it even works with like hunger too. 
that if you if you are like completely preoccupied with your style and all of that, mm-hmm. that your brain is being consumed by that and not by the actual temperature. The famous Cardi B once said, it's cold outside, but I'm still looking like a hottie because no hoe never gets cold. Or because a hoe never gets cold, sorry. <laughs> Is her is her quote uh, yes. from her song, and you know what? what? She is a hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. When you you when you're dressed up and you're ready to roll, you're not feeling it, right? You so. just go from the cab, and then if you're rolling with Bundus, you can just roll right inside. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah, yeah, roll with me. Have but, you ever grabbed anybody from the line and taken them with you directly inside? No. No, I've never no, done no, that. No. That's a great move, though, actually. Yeah. Hey, you. You. You, you? want to come in? You right and there. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you come with me. <laughs> and then I'll be standing there. No, they're with me. They're... I don't know if you knew this, but uh, we'll just, uh, we'll be in in a sec. Don't worry. We don't need your help, sir. Yeah, or you're just going to take the girls away from me and walk them in? You know how quickly I'd leave you in the line if Bundes was like, you want to get right in? I'd be like, yeah, I'll see you inside, Tucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is love? Where are you going? Lady, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Bye. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.